Our podcast. I'm Ron King. I'm Damian Robinson. And uh, yeah, so it's the week after the Fourth of July. Yay! Fireworks and, and all types of crazy shit. <laughs> oh man! It, it, how was your fourth though? Uh, <laughs> interesting. Uh, it's been uh, like I have a. There's a lot of. There's like wild stuff going on right now. Like, yeah. But I can't talk about any of it. Oh shit. But it's, it's good. I mean, it's yeah. really good. But it's like I can't. Yeah. Nah, nah. You. you <laughs> but you know. uh, like, uh, I'm excited because I got this. Uh, I'm doing that trip to Austin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so Laura has given me permission to cheat. <laughs> She's given me permission to uh, work on some material that is like very very personal okay some shit that's close to home hell yeah. yeah that involves you know the both of us yeah and she gave me the go ahead she said go ahead and i'll let you do it but you need to do it when you're in austin okay that so way it's, it's almost like it's almost like when, when <laughs> couples have that rule you can cheat but you better be in another state motherfucker <laughs> that's what's up though that's what's up listen my wife my wife just recently gave me the uh the blessing to, to to talk more openly about shit like that at shows too. Yeah. You know, because I do have some relationship bits, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. when I got her to squirt, yeah. you know, and I, I told that bit and, and it's highly successful. So, you know, like when she gave me that blessing, I'm like, oh shit, all right, I'm about to start writing some shit full throttle and going crazy with it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I told her, listen, this is just for us to get rich. It's going to be exposed one way or another. You know what I'm saying? So I might as well be the one to be ahead of it as opposed to it linking out one day. Like when, if we, when I do get famous, I'm talking this, I'm speaking this into, for when I do get famous, you know what I'm saying? Like TMZ ain't reporting some shit, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and like some of that stuff like I'm not worried about. It's just, I don't know, I've reached like a, like I've told her, it's like I've just reached a point in my life. It's like, I don't care if, <laughs> you know. Yeah, what anyone knows, fuck them. Yeah, or what they, or even really what they think yeah. at this point. It's like, who gives a shit? Yeah, you gotta be like that. That screen looks like, remember in wrestling when they used to slam them into the fucking Jumbotron screen? Yeah. <laughs> that's what happened. Yeah, I think I'll use that picture I took for the, uh, <laughs> the cover. Oh, that's week. a good one. It's their own. Yeah, <laughs> at age max. Yeah, so I, I'm super excited. So I got to like start working on some of that stuff now. Hell yeah, man! Congratulations, bro. Yeah. That's a big step when you when you when your significant other is allowing you to start using more personal shit. Yeah. Because then, like, because if you notice, the top tier comedians talk about more of their personal oh, yeah. than opposed as just making up jokes. You know what I'm saying? So. That's a big step, man. That's that's what's up, bro. Yeah, Congratulations. So it, yeah, so it's it's been and plus it helps that I, I'm I'm doing it better. Yeah. So it's not like a couple, like it, it, if I had started out, you know, if I was doing it when I first started, it'd be woof. Yeah, yeah, it's rough. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's very rough because yeah. everyone is horrible when they start. Yeah. It's like every comic has like one intangible, like maybe they're very outgoing so they can talk to people, Yeah. but then like their joke writing is just terrible. Yeah. Or maybe someone's very good at joke writing, but they're terrible at performance. Yeah. So that's, that's what I always like about it. <laughs> well, I was, I was lucky. It's just my emotions is, is probably my big thing. 
and I'm and I'm not saying like I get emotional to the point where I spaz out or whatever. Yeah. But it can predict how I come off on stage. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But like other than that, like I had the joke writing, I had the storytelling, I had like everything. Like I, my first time ever doing it, it, if I could find that set in completion, I'm I'm going to do GD's podcast. Yeah. You know where we sit oh, there and the, watch. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know, yeah. and I, and it was my first time. But I mean the ovation, the you need to come the fuck back, you know, from a white dude sounding like Tupac or Suge Knight, you know, I'm, I'm sitting there like, all right, I'm on to something, you yeah. know what I mean? I'm on to something. So. Yeah, it's uh, Far Beyond Funny, I think, is yeah, the name of his show. Okay. I just want to give him a plug. Yeah. So I, or, yeah, God damn it, I can't remember right now. But shout out GD, man, he's a good dude. Yeah, he is a good dude. And, uh, yeah, so, yeah, because, uh, yeah, there's first sets. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I, I, I remember, because I did mine. Actually, my uh, anniversary date was like, uh, yeah, a week ago. Oh, happy anniversary. It was like the... How old are you no, now? No, it was, it was July 4th as my anniversary. How old are you now? Six years. Congratulations. Thank happy you. six years. Thank you. He's six years old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Happy birthday. Yeah, it's hard to believe it's been that fucking long. Mm. Bro, I'll hit 11 here in uh, September. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I, re- I remember the first set I did, it was over at uh, the Lizard Lounge when they were still doing the mic over okay, there. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I did, uh, I did this bit. Like, I know one of the bits I did was about drinking and driving. Yeah. And actually, like, some of the remnants of that are, like, are going to pop up tonight. Oh, shit, okay. Yeah, which, which is funny. That's what I like about doing comedy. Something you could do just years ago Yeah. that doesn't work, but then you, years you later. You start figuring it out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's something in here yeah. that years ago I didn't work, and then I figured it out. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit. Now, there's one that's always going to elude me because... I'm afraid to do it. Yeah. And it's the time. It's, it's it's an actual story, a real story. And it's the time that me and me and my cuz uh, beat the brakes off his stepdad. Like, we fucked him up. You know, and I told, I told it, and Michael Donald was like, Jesus Christ, I think we're all witnesses and accessories to attempted murder. You know, <laughs> and, like, it, and my cousin was like, yeah, that was that. Right. I fingered it up. <laughs> uh, that shit happens. So, yeah, it was like a real cringe story about uh, the time we had beat the brakes off his stepdad. Yeah. I mean, he did most of the work. I just made sure he didn't kill him. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, yeah, we was, we was upstairs uh, in his room in the attic smoking weed and shit. His mom let out this horrible, like, yell, like, you know, some domestic abuse shit. So this motherfucker jumped down the stairs on some Batman shit. Like, when he, because he had a, a, a roundabout going up to the attic. He jumped and grabbed the pole like a stripper and swung around the stairs on some Batman opening his cow shit and landed. Like, he jumped 20 stairs around a corner without touching the ground until he went through the doorway. Damn. That's what I'm saying. Damn. <laughs> this is some amazing shit I'm witnessing, right? He jumps down like the, the kid with the cape, you know, with the dad's like, hey, son. And the kid comes flying down the stairs and he's yeah. walking up like, what's up, dad? <laughs> he did that on the second stairs. Now, my fat ass, I'm hitting every step. I finally get to the bottom of the stairs, like to where the living room, dining room, and kitchen is and shit. Yeah. And as soon as I get down, you got to turn right to get to the kitchen. 
he's standing at the doorway. My cuz jumps from the bottom of the stairs and drop kicks this nigga into the fridge. Like, boom, boom, boom. And he just gets up and he starts welling on him. Blah, 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 blah. He's looking around, right? I, I pick the mom up, take her into the living room. I come back in. He's thrashing the fuck out of this dude. So I'm like, yo, you gonna kill him. So I pull him off and I go pick the dude up. The dude swing at me, so I put him in a half Nelson. Cuz grabs a frying pan. Boom! Hits him over the top of the head. He just goes limp in my arms. I'm like, oh shit, we killed him. <laughs> he hits him again. He wakes up and he starts flailing. So he starts banging him in the head like 10 more times. The, the pot broke. He's got a sharp shard on the end of the fucking, on the end of the thing. He tries to jam it in his neck. I see the skin go in, but he's so drunk and pickly, like it doesn't break the skin. So I, you gonna kill him for real, you know? So I smack it out of his hands. The mom's in there calling the cops. I got two guns sitting in the car. He's like, let me go get the guns. I'm like, we ain't getting the guns, nigga. I ain't got no license. <laughs> yo, it was it was a crazy wild night. The cops come up and everything, and they like, yo, so which one of y'all are the son? I was like, yo, this nigga right here. Like, <laughs> I ain't going to jail for this shit, nigga. I tried, I, I was, I tried to break it up, officer. <laughs> so, long story short, the cops is like, yo, you did the right thing by protecting your mother. But you didn't have to fuck him up as, as bad as you fucked him up. But we not pressing charges on you. We pressing charges on him. Yeah. They haul him off to jail. We t we take the mom to the hospital, and we laugh about this shit till the sun comes up. This shit happened at ten o'clock at night. We bugging at his crib till like nine ten in the morning, smoking weed and drinking, and just bugging about this shit. And it's one of the funniest events that ever happened in my life because it's a hood event. Like, if you would have seen this shit in the movie, you you going to laugh at the way the fight looked. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, if I could explain the way they, because they, they look like two gummy worms, like, flailing on the floor. Excuse me, I had to burp. But when the shit got serious is when the cops came and shit. And I was just like, look, nigga, I'm, I'm ready to get out of here because I ain't got no license. I got two guns in the car. I got drugs in the car. Like, I need to get the fuck out of Dodge. You know what I'm saying? And he was like, no, nah, no, nah, I just parked the car in the back. So I parked the car in the back so they wouldn't be like, yo, I need to see some ID and shit, you know what I mean, da-da-da-da-da, because I was ready to make my getaway, bro. I'm, I'm already in trouble with the law. Like, I lost my license for, for 15 years. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I'm out there still buying cars, drug dealing and everything with no license. I mean, you don't need a license to drug deal unless you own the dispensary, but... <laughs> Well, I think you went off a little bit on a tangent there. Yeah, it was crazy, though, bro. It was, it was a crazy night, bro. The shit was mad fucking crazy. And that's the story I have not been able to break down and to make it comedic enough. But I bet if I fucking turned it into a skit, the shit would look hilarious. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Well, going back to, like, comedy first, yeah, like, I did the, the Lizard Lounge. And yeah. It was just a lot of I means, I means, I uh, mean. I mean, I love yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> it was horrible. Like, I still have the, I, I do have the audio of it. Okay. It's just, it's just so terrible. It's cringe. Yeah, I didn't bother doing video because it's like, this isn't going to be good. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need to, I don't need to see it. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I can dig it, man. I can dig it. Uh, thank God my friends were, my friends were taping. 
Uh, so it's it's somewhere on their on their Facebooks. Yeah. But I'm not trying to dig through ten years of people's Facebooks to find video. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, let's talk about like uh, the Fourth of July. Yeah. So so uh, I went to this uh, we went to this party on Saturday night. Or we no, it wasn't Saturday night. It was Monday night. Yeah. Yeah, that's when the party. Yeah, because Fourth of July. It's so weird when the holidays on, on a, a fucking weekday. and a yeah. fucking Tuesday of yeah. all days. Like, oh yeah. So anyway, we went to this party on Monday night, and uh, like, there's uh, that whole week. My whole Fourth of July weekend is. It's a blur. Uh, it was fucking on. It was a blur, but it. I don't know. It wasn't really a blur. I got it, but uh. It was fucking good. <laughs> it and uh, and it continues to be really good. Yeah. And like, God, it just makes me mad that I can't talk about anything. And like Laura's like, but you know, I did promise her, so. so I'm, I'm I, starting to put things together in my head. I'm not trying to picture it, but I'm starting to put together <laughs> the puzzle. <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's it's a uh, yeah. Are you going to be able to talk about it on stage eventually? I will, yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm going to start because the amount of comedy and stuff that I have planned that I'm going to do down in Austin. Okay. I'm going to see, I'm going to, I'm going to like live, because I'm going down there for Wednesday. I'm going down on a Wednesday. Wednesday. I'll be there by. Until Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I'll be down there at like noon on Wednesday. You might as well stay until Tuesday and try to squeeze in to kill Tony. Yeah, no. It's just, it, it worked out better this way. Yeah. I, I'm just not going to be able to do kill Tony I, or I, try I, it, I, you know. I, I would say go for it, bro, because yeah. I met a comedian who did kill Tony one time, and now this motherfucker's torn. Oh, yeah. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, yeah. It can be good for you, but yeah. it's just like schedule wise, this just happens to work out. But. Like, when I'm down there, too, I'm going to San Antonio on Thursday okay. to check out their scene, and I'm paying a little visit to a, a brothel. I'm paying a visit to <laughs> a, this comedy club. Okay. Because uh, I'm going to go meet the booker, which is going to be interesting, because he's not going to be expecting me sh- is, showing up at his is front Is this door. the one that, uh, that not, we were kind of talking about? Yeah. Not, okay. Yeah, nothing. It's nothing too crazy, but I you, know you need me, you need my bulletproof vest. Yeah. It only costs thirty nine cent, but, <laughs> but from what I saw, it can stop a forty four Magnum. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean it's not gonna be that bad. It's gonna be like, hey, hey, I'm here in person. Yeah. Let's uh, get this hammered out. Yeah. All right. And I, I just want to see if uh, the dancing starts. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, man, you can get this shit. Because, you know, them Texas people are a little crazy. Yeah. You know. Well, from what I've heard, you know, they're, they're, they're fairly new. They're a new club. Yeah, to, to but be you fair. get a 40 ounce, you get a gun down there. <laughs> and there's a lot of fucking people with guns down there. Oh, yeah, so I'm no. just saying, bro, if you need my 39 cent bulletproof vest, just let me know. Yeah, this will be my first time uh, being, like, this far south in Texas, yeah, because I've spent a lot of time in Dallas and like uh, like the northern, the northern and Fort territory. Worth yeah. and like Lubbock area. Okay, but uh, I've never been to Austin and never been in San Antonio. Yeah, I got so. a, I got a, I got a, a family friend that lives in Austin. Yeah, yeah, she told me anytime I come down, I can easily come stay with her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm really looking forward to going down and fucking just doing a shit ton of comedy yeah. every night. Hell yeah. Then. Hell yeah, man. Yeah, so I'm going to go down and, like, immerse myself 
and I want to see how fast I can turn material. Hunter S. Thompson, that shit. Yeah, I want to lock yourself in with some Jim Beam and ass <laughs> in a bag. Oh, yeah, I'm be, well, I'm not gonna be drinking. Too I know, much, but, but uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Yeah, but yeah. I'll be hitting, hitting anywhere I can and shit like that. Hell yeah. So I put out some feelers. So hopefully some other stuff going down there fuck yeah man that's dope man yeah and just a reminder uh, uh, because we we actually do have texas people that listen to this podcast yeah. so uh august 5th saturday august 5th at eight o'clock uh i will be hosting for josh away at roscoe's comedy club so uh please come out uh the texas listeners please come out and see me say hi I think I might know some of you, so uh, please come out and say hi. That'd be cool. Then we get pictures and we can put all that shit online. And it'd be cool. I know. I know one of my cousins from Texas is listening. Yeah. 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 He lives down around the Dallas area. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're not popular enough to do like a meet. No. Hell no. But yo, do a meet and greet. Just this one guy in the corner. <laughs> hey, how's it going, buddy? <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I listen to the pod, bye. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I keep getting this. Well, anyway, so go back to the 4th of July. Yeah. Uh, so we go to this party. And I already told you this, like, on <laughs> on uh, Saturday. Yeah. And gave you a, a precursor to it. So we go to this party, and we showed up, like, 8 o'clock. Yeah. So it was, like, kind of actually, like, winding down. It was pretty chill. There's only probably 20 people left okay maybe total most everybody they kind of they just that's just, like the perfect party size honestly yeah you know so they I mean? had a fire going and you know still food and sit down and we're just uh, we're talking to people and uh somebody asked says hey i hear this guy's like hey i heard you're a comedian oh yeah 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 and i was like oh fuck in my head i'm going damn it yeah. <laughs> no because yeah. i know what immediately is coming yeah here comes the street jokes yeah that well, they act like they wrote well yeah well he comes over he's like oh you're a comedian and then there's some other people and uh, he's like well I know, tell us a joke it's you know uh, make us laugh no then then he's like well you know what i got a joke for you i could tell uh, and, and the other people are like y- you don't have to tell it yeah, yeah. <laughs> like we've heard it a thousand times yeah. like yeah they were they were basically saying eh, we're good yeah <laughs> we're good or they probably heard it earlier in the day. yeah yeah so anyway uh, he starts talking and he starts doing this setup now this guy he's an older white guy and you know he's probably like six foot uh Got some gray hair. Yeah. And he just looks like... Uh, ben t- Steckler. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a little bit with less hair. Yeah. A little bit with less hair. And, you know, more... You know, he just looks Pennsylvanian. Yeah. <laughs> and he starts in this long setup. And it's like, I know, you know where the joke's going. Yeah. It's like, all right. And it's like, when are you going to say the N-word? Because I know you're excited. He's... Yeah. And you could tell, you could tell the gleam in his eye as he kept getting to each stage of the joke, like, oh, man. And all the black people that probably would have been there left already, so he's free to fucking yeah, well, I, uh, sling this word. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if there were any black people there, I would be surprised. They left. They were like, all right, yo, it's sundown. This is about a sundown looking area. They were maybe we they showed out. up, and that guy came up to him and was like, hey, let me tell you a joke. <laughs> I'd be like, first joke, no seasoning on a barbecue. I'm going to, <laughs> but not nah, that, bro. So anyway, he, 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 
you know, and I, I could just see the look on his face. Like, yeah. He's, like, he's getting antsy <laughs> and fucking. Yeah, he's excited. Here's the big part. <laughs> yeah, he's so excited. He's so excited. So he drops it, and of course, you know, the end word comes. Niggers! <laughs> Thank you, Dean. You're welcome, bro. And uh, no one laughs. Yeah, they're like, oh. Yeah, and I'm just like, okay. Yeah. And I'm like, is uh, That's it? Yeah. Like, that's all you got? Yeah. Now, now normally, if you're, <laughs> I don't know, you know, normally, you know, as a comic, you know, you got to learn to read the room. Yeah. That's very yeah, important. Yeah. Learn to read the room. This guy didn't learn. <laughs> he did not know how to read the room because after that, and no one laughed, and they're like, okay. I got another one. Exactly. He turned to DJ Khaled. He went from Stan Marsh <laughs> niggers to another one. Yeah. So he couldn't win us over with that. <laughs> So he's like, all right, here's this joke. And I'm like, oh, you don't have to. You know? Spicks. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, people, if you don't know, I am black, so I can say these racial epithets. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was like, the, you know, it starts out, I was like, you know which race I hate the most? <laughs> <laughs> Niggers. <laughs> South Park, Randy Marsh. <laughs> yeah, there's a, dude, just for a little side note, there's a, uh, I had this uh, cassette tape <laughs> when I was growing up. Yeah. It was called uh, Gross Jokes. Okay. And like it is, like you could not do any of that material now. Oh no! Nah. Yeah, it'd be so stage. cringe. There is one guy. Well, anyway, but anyway, George, that's when I actually got in, introduced to George Wallace. Okay, the so, legend. Yeah, and, yeah. And I would always listen to his set yeah. over and over again because just how fucking quick he the king was. King of your mama snaps. Yeah, but he had he he had a great joke. He started. It's so good. He's like, <laughs> two Jews, a Mexican, and a black walk into the bar. The bartender says, yo, get the fuck out of here. Hey. That's it. That's the fucking joke. So who's supposed to leave? That's a good one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yo, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I, yeah, so that's kind of like the first thing I thought of. Like, yeah. all right, this is what's going to happen. I know that's a good childhood memory because it brought tears to his eyes, people. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah. Man, that's when you know it really means something to you. Yeah, I mean, I, you know? I love that set that he did because George Wallace is just so quick. Yeah. Like, you know how he's like yeah. set up, punch, yeah. set up, punch. But his jokes are fucking, he's fucking hilarious. Yeah. I, yeah. I love him on Twitter. Yeah. His Twitter is phenomenal. Yeah. Nah, he's the truth, man. Yeah, because... When like that whole Britney thing went down for a second, she yeah, said, he had something on his Twitter. He's like, yeah, you know, I went and got, and I don't know, fucking forget it. But anyway, don't ruin it. But <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so he goes, so he starts the second joke. He goes, well, this hair lip. Oh my god. <laughs> so now he's like doubling down. It's like you know what? We're gonna go with an old classic slur for people with cleft palates. Yeah, like I, I. I you, that's when you got to learn to say, yo, you know what, dude? And you pat him on the shoulder. Don't quit your day job. But you know what? He still, at that point, he's like, you know what? I'm going to double down again. So he tripled down. Yeah. I so, triple dog dare you. So <laughs> he, he, had said, little... he says the hair lifts, and everyone is just like, what the? What everyone, the f- yeah, everyone at the table is like, what the? This is like 1950. Yeah. <laughs> then he's like, this hair lift starts going back and forth in front of me. Oh, my God. I'd have been like, yo, I, I, I would have said, bro, please just stop. Like, yeah. stop. 
But I no. almost think he maybe did read the room a little bit because I he think he slowed down on the back and forth like it started rocking slow. Like. Well, I think he really wanted to say retarded. Oh my god! <laughs> I think that's what he was hoping for. Because, yeah. But I think he like it was like all right, my opener didn't work. Uh, uh, my set, my. I can't believe the uh, you know the hair lip didn't work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I better not go with the retard. Yeah, yeah. retarded man. Like, like. Yeah, it, it was so dumb. Yeah. So again, yeah. he gets he gets through it. And well, this is your first time meeting this guy too, right? First time. This, first and, time. And he's a, just so comfortable opening up with races. He was like, he must <laughs> got a clan membership in his back pocket. He's got the mustache. Well, that's the thing. You know, people think that, okay, you tell them that you do comedy. But people he think came everything's up to you, comedy. Though. Yeah. yeah like, but people think everything is comedy. Yeah, no. It happens to me all the time. Like, like. We'll hire somebody new at the job. My boss will be like, oh, yeah, and we and we actually have a, a real comedian here. You know, he steals all my jokes, but, uh, you know, and he's telling this to new people. So the new people's like, so you're a comedian, huh? Yeah. Tell me a joke. No. I always say, no, put some money in my hand. Yeah. And they're like, I'm not putting money in your hand. Well, then I'm not telling you a fucking joke. That's how that works. Yeah. You pay me to make you laugh. Yeah. That's probably like one of my favorite favorite uh hannibal burris jokes hey. when he talks about being in a bar and people come up to him and say hey you're a, you're a comedian, comedian. Tells a joke. Yeah, yeah and the, the whole story it's uh no i, I i've heard that story yeah. I, I, it just I hate, ends in a domestic abuse joke. yeah <laughs> <laughs> i i hate i hate that so much like that's the one curse about being a comedian because you could walk up to a rapper and they're like, hey, can I get a selfie? Yeah. You know, a rock star. Hey, can I get a selfie? You know, and, and then they perform for you. Sweet child of mine. Yeah. When yeah. you're a comedian, people will come up and say, hey, make me laugh. Motherfucker, I am off the clock just like you're off the clock. I might say some funny shit after a couple drinks. But yeah. other than that, leave me the fuck alone. I'm trying to enjoy the night just like you're trying to enjoy the night. Yeah. And if you're trying to be the life of the party, by all means, do it over there. Yeah. Or over there. Because yeah. I'm not here for the shit. So at this point, <laughs> uh, so that joke does not land at yeah. all. <laughs> Same response. And I got uh, another one. <laughs> so, you know, now, because now as a, as a comic, you're yeah. like, well, now I want to swing my dick around a little bit. You drop these two fucking shitty jokes. I wouldn't even, it's not even swinging your dick, dude. Well, no, it, it's just more of a, like, you need to clear the room. So I told, I did like a one-liner. Yeah. Everyone fucking laughed. Yeah. That way it was good. And then I did, I did, they asked me to do two more jokes for them. Yeah. So I did two more. And everybody cleared the air yeah. of all that shit. You got that taste that out of there. the mouth. And, What's up, bro? We in the middle of shooting our podcast. <laughs> nah, you good. Yeah, so it, <laughs> it turned out good. That's what's up. But, man, he uh, he did not have a good night after that because, like, those jokes failed, and he just kind of, like, left. And, he went and sat in the corner and was like, motherfucker thinks he can upstage me. I'm the funny guy at the party. <laughs> Who the fuck's this guy I think he is? Fuck goddamn nigger lover. Didn't like my jokes. <laughs> like, like, this is everything that's going on in his head. This yeah, probably. piece of shit. I swear to God, come to I'm the guy. Yeah, he's probably sitting there. He's a fucking race trainer. I knew it. <laughs> he's in his car smacking his wife. 
bitch, you're supposed to back me up with a laugh, Lorraine. He turns to Biff from fucking Back to the Future. <laughs> well, there is a little bit to add on to that story. All right. So, later on in the evening, well, well not much later, probably like an hour later, because we were there, and he, he was been drinking all day and yeah, stuff. Oh, that's another thing, yeah. too. And uh, he went and got their tractor. Oh, shit. And had, like, one I guess it was his uh, granddaughter on yeah. it. She's like seven, eight years old or whatever. She fell off. No, and she oh, he's driving it, but like he's like drunk yeah. driving this tractor, and they had to like get the kid off because yeah. the tractor is like going. It's starting to lean, yeah. and there's about to be a world star moment. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> so uh, he was like, "I'll up show him. I, I got a forty thousand dollar John Deere. Yeah, motherfucker yeah. thinks he's funny." Yeehaw, nigga! <laughs> like, oh, oh my fucking god, bro! Jesus Christ, man! So that—that's the one Fourth of July story. Am I allowed to tell at All this right. point in time? All right, that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. I might use that on stage and do something with that. I don't hey, know. Because, hey. it, like, I'm just like I said. Like I told you, like Dan Word, not surprised. Yeah. I mean that. Yeah. Well, we know where we're at. Yeah. But like when he pulled out Harold. I was like, yeah, who the fuck still uses hair lift? Yeah. It's, it's. And he was, he, like I said, this guy was probably maybe early 60s. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. That. He would have saw me. No. They're here. So that was, uh, that was your 4th of July. Oh. Uh, it was cool. It was cool. Uh, I took my daughter. It was just me and daddy daughter day. My wife wasn't feeling good. And, uh, our oldest child had to work. So, you know, they stayed home not feeling good and shit. And so it was just me and the youngest, man. We was we went over to my sister's, had a barbecue, traditional barbecue. Uh, went to check my dad out. My sister lives right behind my, my, my parents. Oh, yeah, how is your dad doing? He's, he's, he's hanging in there, man. He's yeah. hanging in there. Like, he's he's ready for the, to get this uh, celebration of life thing over, you know, yeah. so, so we can go back to some, to, to trying to get normal you know what i'm saying because yeah. there's a lot going on with this uh yeah with this planning and everything like that um so you know i went inside with my dad uh he was playing playstation 4 yeah uh some tiger woods golf you know he's signed to golf a little bit on the game you know yeah i mean he my dad's been an avid gamer since i was a kid he used to take over the nintendo when no, he was no, kids, man, I get so, it. you know what i'm saying yeah you know i actually i downloaded like a, a golf game not okay. too long ago just because I want it, like, I don't, it's not like I play golf. Yeah, but that's a good way to fucking. It's just like, yeah, you're it's right. It's a good mind clearer. Mind Playing clear, a game of golf. Chill. Yeah. Because it's got the, like, you know, if you don't want to listen to You hear to music, the birds and you listen to the atmosphere. Yeah, you I can know. have a little drink, you yeah. know, a little anything else. And you just sit there and it's, it's fucking yeah, phenomenal. Yeah, no, facts. That's what he does. He, yeah. He'll sit there, he'll pull out a Michelob, crack it open. And play play some Tiger Woods, you know what I'm saying? Made yeah. his character and everything. So you know we're sitting there talking. He doesn't and have everything to be like worrying that. about being run off the course. Yeah, <laughs> you know, big facts. Nah, trust me, I'll have a gun on me when we go golf. Yeah. <laughs> but no, we he actually has clubs, and uh, I, I told him, you know, um, I plan on taking him out golfing later this later this summer. And then um, I'm buying tickets for uh, Giants versus Commanders. So we can make that like a, a, a annual thing, okay? Where we go to the uh, Giants Commanders game. Yeah, yeah. But he still calls them Redskins, which undoubtedly I don't blame him. Yeah, I don't blame him. He's, he's old. He's he's sixty seven, 
So he's kind of like that guy, nah, but he's Redskins. <laughs> 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 nah, but um, no. Um, so, yeah, so, you know, um, and then I took my, I was like, we're going to go see the fireworks. Now, she thought we was going to go to City Island. And I was like, well, daddy's got to go to work in the morning. Like, this is not the best ho- uh, holiday date for us to do this. So we're going to go to Flat Top up at Reservoir. Uh, up at Reservoir Park and we're going to watch the fireworks from over top of the city and she was happy about that so we go up there uh, and what's crazy is a lot of people don't notice about the city of Harrisburg but back during segregation Flat Top Reservoir Park is where the blacks could watch the fireworks in safety while all the white people stayed at the riverfront and watched down there in the city so Flat Top holds a, a significance to the black community of Harrisburg. And when Stephen Reed built that atrocious museum at the top of Flat Top, he took away a large part of black history for black people in the city. You know, that's where I grew up uh, playing Little League football up at that park. Okay. That was where my Little League football team was. So he, he took away... A, a large chunk of like black people who didn't want to go downtown like even in the early the 80s 90s and t- early 2000s whatnot some black people just from history wouldn't go downtown to watch the fireworks they would go down during the day for the festivities and everything and then leave and go to flat top yeah. and watch the festivity and watch the fireworks and all that so i took my daughter up there and i'm explaining to her you know this is where the black people used to come back in the day you know i'm giving her a bit of black history about the city so she was like, I never knew. I'm like, of course you didn't know. You're only seven, you know. So, But what's beautiful about up there is before the fireworks started down there, there was an orchestra playing. And my daughter fell in love with the orchestra music she would hear coming from the bowl up to the top of Flat Top. And she was like, I like this music. I don't know why, but I like the music. So I started naming some of the pieces they were playing, you know. And I'm like, yeah, this is, this is the kind of music that daddy want you to kind of listen to because it had brought in your horizon she was like what's that mean i was like i just want you to listen to different music basically yeah. you know uh, other than kids bop all the time <laughs> so uh we're, we're we're watching the fireworks in the entire valley up in the mountains fly up before the fireworks so we're catching the show harrisburg shooting them off around the city you could see, I'm like, look, look, way over there in the mountains. And you would see a big firework explosion and everything. And then it started. The downtown fireworks start going off, people on the hill and in the mountains. So we're sitting there watching the whole Pennsylvania, Susquehanna Valley light up with fireworks. It was like watching 20 billion fucking uh, lightning bugs go off at once, man. And it, nice. was, it, was, it was such a beautiful sight, you know. And then... um we, we started walking back to the car and I ran into a friend of mine who I haven't seen in a couple of years. His name's uh, Mr. Oliver. I used to work a temporary job with him and we got real tight. Yeah. You know, because he was like, you remind me of, I remind him of his dead son and he reminds me of my dead uncle. So we was bonding. We would go out for lunch when we worked together. Like every day people was like, yo, look at these two. Like they got, like, what's up with y'all two? It was like, nah, man. We're like, we just... We bonded. We became friends, like, you know, because we worked with a bunch of younger people. Like, he was the oldest. I was the second oldest. And then it was just a bunch of young people there. You know what I'm saying? So we just sitting there busting it up and everything like that at work. Like, we could relevant. And I knew his son that got that. That was uh, 
was murdered by the cops. So I, I run into him. We having this great conversation. You know what I'm saying? I introduced my daughter. She said, hello, Mr. Oliver. He was like, yo, she's adorable, da 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 You know, dapped him up. And then I just drove home. I drove home uh, from Reservoir Park. You know, I don't live but a couple blocks. Yeah. So, you know, I took I took, took her home and caught up in the bed and fell asleep to Rick and Morty. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to have to end there because... Uh... We started late. I'm sorry, people. It's been a crazy, crazy two. I don't even know. There's a lot. It, yeah, uh, there's, <laughs> there's, there's a lot we could talk about, but we, yeah. we're going to end. Dave's got a lot going on. I yeah. got a lot going on. Currently, yeah. it, it's wild. Uh, uh, the only thing I want to promote it, uh, right now is Elcraft laughs. Uh, please get your tickets for that. That happens July 20th next Thursday. God, already yeah. July 20th. Fuck. So next Thursday, 7 o'clock, Elcraft Laughs at Elcraft Brewery in Railroad, Pennsylvania. Tickets are on sale at the sale price of $10. Oh, shit. Get them now. Yeah, I got to get asses in their seats, and I get it. It's dog days of summer. So Fuck yeah. I dropped that ticket price. I'm like, I, I got to. Yeah. <laughs> please, I need more asses in seats, please. So if you're. If because it'll be a great night. Sean's a very funny comic. Yeah, definitely. Um, I got uh, August 4th. I will be at the Harrisburg Comedy Zone with the Four Horsemen. We're riding out again. Um, we're all going to be recording for Sirius XM. So please, if you want to come out, have a good time and laugh. Um, we got four of the area's most best, decentest comics. Some of us, uh, some of the best comics in the area are going to be performing in that night. And we have a special treat. Bobby Tembaro is going to be in town that night uh, to, to host and kick off the festivities for us. So please, just come on out and have a good time with us, man. We could really use the support. Awesome. That's cool that Bobby's coming through. Yay. All right, everybody. We'll see you next time. See ya. Peace.